Hello, welcome back to A Merry Heart with Brandy and Jamie. We're so excited to have our guest yes, on. Yes, so excited. You might not know him, <laughs> yeah, um, but he does have the honor of being a three-peat. That's yes. right. Yes. Yes. So, yes. Yeah, last time I was a little bit upset about not being the first one to be yeah. invited right. back twice. Yes. But you guys have redeemed yourselves. Redeemed ourselves. right. Yes, so yeah. we love having Colton on. Mm-hmm. It's Jamie's husband. Um, always so kind. You know, him and Jamie both. <laughs> no, not me, but Colton. <laughs> you both are. But, um, yeah, he is just thrilled, right, Colton? Yeah, so yeah. I'm excited to be back on. It's, Jamie it's actually had an amazing idea because we told you last time Colton does our um, intro music right. and it closing too, but um, he should have done a live performance. Yes, he could have come and done a live performance. And Jamie, you could have sing for him because you sing good. Oh, no, yes. I do not sing good. I, do <laughs> I got it for you, Colton. Yes. That'll be good. No, yes. no, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. I'll have to miss that one. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> but um, anyways, yeah, so Colton's here today to share his story. Um, a lot of people, um, well, I guess if you go to our church, you may know his story because he has a track that he um, passes around that has his story on it. But um, but some may not. Um, a lot of people, they just, um, you know, you just never know what someone, like their story, what they've been through. Right. And um, we just wanted to have Colton on. I think his story is very powerful and um, it's very Absolutely. touching. So, you know, yeah. even if you do go to our church, because um, I went for a long time and didn't know, mm-hmm. like didn't know Colton's story, but yeah, it is very. Powerful. I think a lot of people say like they never would have guessed that. You know, yes, yeah. yes, that was the thing I, I was like, thinking of. That's like the first thing that someone says um, when they read his tractor or when they hear a story or whatever. They, that's what they say is they just never would have guessed. Right. So he's been through a lot in his life, and he's yeah. really come through a lot. The Lord has brought him through a lot. And um, Colton, could you? Share your story. Yeah, sure. So first of all, thank you guys for not just having me back on, but but for this in particular to let me share my story in this sort of platform. It's interesting because I was just thinking a couple months ago that I really never talked about it uh, growing up, like middle school, high school, college. No one who knew me ever knew anything about it because it just mm-hmm. wasn't anything that uh, I guess I really felt comfortable talking about or, or wanted to talk about. But then in recent years, past couple of years, sort of started opening up and, and telling more people about it. So now some some more people, like you guys said, have heard about it. Um, but I wanted to start sharing it because I think there's something unique about stories and the way that mm-hmm. they they are moving and, and sort of connect. It's really impacted a lot. Like a lot of people, I feel like that personal story, you oh, know, absolutely. when someone hears that um, and what the Lord has done in someone's life is... Um, I don't know. It just is, it's different than just like giving a, like a generic, you know, yeah, track. Yeah, just information. Like that, I guess, yeah. but yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, definitely. And, and it has, another thing that sort of stood out to me in doing that is a lot of times you hear people then reciprocate by sharing their story. Yeah. And you realize how many people have just had something in their life that, you know, you never would have known about otherwise. Mm-hmm. So, you don't realize what people have been through. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I definitely, I, not to give anything away because Colin's about to tell it, but I think Colin, like, it gives a lot of people hope. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. When they hear his story and they're like, and look so. at you. you yeah, know? So yeah. I think that's what makes this yeah. also very powerful. that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that is. Thank you. So yeah, I guess I'll, I'll jump in. Oh yeah, uh, don't keep so, on waiting any longer. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I was born in Indiana. Kind of an interesting story around that. My mom went into labor on a very cold, snowy night in January. And on the way to the hospital, I think my aunt Katrina was driving and they hit a patch of ice and lost control of the car, spun off the road. I didn't um, know that part. <laughs> yeah. uh, and so everyone was okay, thankfully, and I guess got back on the road and, and made it to the hospital. So I wasn't she born was on the side born of the road. She was almost born on the but side almost. of the road. Yeah. 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 Right. Wild. Okay, cool. Yeah. But yeah, so my, my parents had divorced 
shortly before I was born. Um, and so I lived with my mom and siblings. I had two older brothers and an older sister. And we were poor, I guess, you know, single mom and all that. But I really had no concept of that. You know, I mean, life was mm-hmm. life was really good. Uh, I was very thankful at the time. I remember thinking I was just so blessed to have the family that I did and a mom who was so caring and compassionate. And I'm sure a lot of kids feel that way, but I, I really felt, you know, I just got the best mom in the world. You know, right. Was, and I um, bet y'all were so close. Yeah. Yeah. And it was. Yeah. We were, we were very close. Um, and so everything was, was really good. Uh, we... I guess I was growing up essentially in a Christian home, and so when I was five or six, I would say I really came to sort of begin understanding what that meant, and and at the time I believed in in that. You know, I believed Christianity was true to the extent you you do as a you know five or six year old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was somewhat short lived, as as we'll get to. Um, but so I was I was believing that and. Um, then when I was around six years old, my mom started having some really weird physical problems, some health issues. And so she would break out in these rashes all over her body, and then they would go away and come back. And then all of her hair started falling out, and eventually, I think she lost all of her hair. She started wearing a wig, and sometime during that, she started participating in some sort of ritual, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. And this is something I had no idea about at the time, but later on, you know, I've learned about Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so she started doing something in order to try to figure out what was going on, essentially. I guess she couldn't find out medically or from doctors, and so she, she tried that. And I don't know the, the connection that, that may or may not exist between that and this next thing, but, but around that same time, she started believing she was hearing from God. So she would think that she was getting this sort of special revelation, essentially. And it was really trivial things, like just you know do this or don't do that, but not anything of any consequence or any like substance mm-hmm. it was just really small um directional things like you mm-hmm. need to do this or you don't need to do that mm-hmm. kind of thing uh, so that's how it started out uh just a quick side note there is you know we, we should be really cautious and really careful if somebody says they're they're hearing from god that's a uh, that can be really dangerous you know um, but but anyway so she she believed that and and so that's uh, that's how things were sort of unfolding very small at first and then by 1996 so i was seven years old it turned into, okay, we need to move. We're going to move to Arkansas. And so at that point, you can see, okay, it's a little bit bigger now. It's not just some small choice in life. It's, okay, we're going to pack up our whole family and move somewhere where we don't know anyone. And and um, she was telling y'all, God's telling us we have to move or telling yeah. you. Okay, yep, so you knew. Right. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So, so that's how it was, was sort of presented is, yeah, this is just God's plan for our life. You know, he's revealed that we need to go move to, to Arkansas. Um, and so we all packed up in a U-Haul and minivan and headed to Arkansas. Like you and your siblings, just y'all five? Or? Yeah, the five of us and then my Aunt Katrina. Aunt Katrina is still there. Yep. Okay, cool. Yep, and so we all uh, drove to Arkansas. There wasn't anything in Arkansas. So. <laughs> I've never been, yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, I think we looked at some places to rent, and, and honestly, my memory's pretty foggy of what happened there, but it didn't work out. Couldn't find anything, and so we just kept going south. If you picture Indiana, then Arkansas. If you keep going, you run into Texas, and so we, we kept driving south to Texas, which is where my grandparents lived, uh, and so we went and started living with them for a little while, and things just sort of continued to progress slowly with, with the things my mom was hearing and getting more and more serious and, and just more substance to it. Things like, okay, you're going to meet a guy named Ken and, and get married to him one day or real specific things. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And about that time, my uncle and his pretty newly married wife, they'd just been married, bought a mobile home and moved into it. And then not long after that, we all moved in with them. Oh, so, okay. yeah, it's a pretty big, wow. uh, big yeah. group, you know, uh-huh. kind of packed in there. Um, but so we all moved in and things just continued along that, that slow progression. It's weird because as I say the things that, that my mom was saying, they sound so crazy. But it was just such little steps, mm-hmm. just such little gradual things. Like, and you were, I mean, little, you yeah. know. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so over the course of about four years, things changed pretty dramatically. My mom took us out of school. So in the third, when I was in third grade, we completely came out of school and just kind of secluded from the world. And uh, the teaching, things that she was saying, became more and more radical the the sort of central part of that was that one day we were all going to be changed that that god was going to specifically give us these supernatural powers and we would go around the world you know righting the wrongs that are going on and you know bringing justice or or whatever um but that was essentially Mm -hmm. the the content of that what's interesting is with that so i mean that sounds sounds crazy but it sounds at least good you Mm -hmm. know okay you're going to go out and do good things um but around that same time our lifestyles changed to where I mean, I was 11 years old and using more profanity than, you know, most adults enough to last a lifetime and just Which, all the time. If you know, Cole, yeah, like, I know. I remember like Alan yeah. and I asked both of you, have y'all ever said a cuss word? Like, you know, because Jeff says y'all are angels that come down. Oh, yes. Oh, but, um, which is just, if you know Colton, you know, you're like, mm-hmm. no yeah, way. I know. It's just I know. so I can't, hard to can't believe. can't picture that either. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's really, um, it's it's crazy, but but yeah. So we were using all that, and, and even stealing was encouraged. Um, this hatred. and that's what, like you said, if it had started out like that, it would have been one thing. But it was like yeah. the little steps, I guess, that you just don't realize. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. And so. I'll, I'll pause for just a second to to draw out this point. I hope people who listen not only take away, you know, I hope they get a uh, the the story is helpful to them and gives them hope. Like what you said is a huge thing. But then for for other people, I hope that they think about the implications of it. Um, and this is one of them that that a gradual slide is is really dangerous. You know, if, mm-hmm. if things had started out where they ended up, it never would have happened. Everyone would have seen huge red flags. Um, but yeah, it's just that that gradual mm-hmm. that slow change. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So so that was encouraged, and and also this dislike for Christians. So at this point, obviously, we were no could no longer be called anything like Christians, and there was this dislike for anyone that was. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I even remember. One night, I got a Bible and just started tearing the pages out, just ripping, <laughs> ripping out the pages. Mm-hmm. And my mom saw me and, and gave me a pretty harsh uh, scolding for that, which I was confused by because right. I was like, well, you know, all this is bad. But, um, but there was still something where I guess that that crossed a, a line even uh, for her. Um, but yeah, so we're all living together, and and everyone, even my my aunt and uncle who who had been Christians and and um, you know, faithful in that regard, also believed all of this kind of sort of over time slowly bought into it and so everyone was doing that except for my oldest brother Clayton who was um sorry okay. he he kept to his his Christian um beliefs and convictions and just sort of distanced him, himself from what was going on and when I was about 11 because Clayton was how old at that or about how he old would have been 18 yeah older yeah right so, like to where he understood kind of yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and so so he was 
distanced from it, went back to school on his own and, and was working jobs. I forgot you're out of school still. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I was yeah. still out of school, uh, but he went back in high school and graduated and, and everything. Um, then in 2000, so I was 11, Clayton was 19, uh, my mom started saying that God was telling her Clayton was going to have to die uh, in order for God to fulfill all these plans, that that was sort of going to be this, this step that had to take place. And uh, not long after that, he was murdered by members of my family. And so uh, a few months passed after that, and nothing changed. You know, it wasn't as though that, that brought about any of these events the way that it was supposed to. The idea was that, was that when we were all changed, you know, he would be brought back and we would all sort of be um, reunited. Um, that wasn't happening, so then my mom started talking about this need to, to sort of force God's hand that, okay, you know, this action isn't coming coming to be, so we're all just going to have to commit suicide. That's essentially what it boiled down to. So there were some talks about, okay, we'll get in a car and, and drive off a cliff or, or something. And in March of 2001, so about six months later, that turned into my, my mom saying, just her, that, that she was going to commit suicide, and then that would be the, the thing that uh, you know brought everything to, to pass or where things would start happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in March, she uh, made made that decision, and I... Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, hugged her goodbye, and mm-hmm. she walked out the front door, and uh, that was it. Um, I didn't realize it was the anniversary, too. So... Uh, weeks and that followed that were were very dark, as you can imagine. Uh, it's just a, a very challenging time. Um, I should say this: this is a really important part. My mom had said that she was coming back three days later, so she was going to commit suicide, and then three days later she would come back to life. I not truly believe that. Yeah, so there was a, a, a genuine belief that that was going to happen. Um, obviously, when that didn't happen, that's when things started really falling apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, where I realized. Everything that I had believed was a, was a lie, and the the hopelessness in that situation is that it was too late. You know, there there wasn't anything I could do now. You know, I, I realized too late that, that that was wrong, and that's another thing I, I hope that people can take from it to really think seriously about the things that we believe and the things that we do, because there there does come a time in various aspects of life that it's too late and we can't. Uh, there's no turning back, um, and so that was just a a very difficult and and hopeless and you were 11 time i was 12 12 at that time. 12 yeah. so you you had you knew what was going on you knew okay it's been yeah. three days they're not back yep. yeah that's right and so some time passed after that and then in september of 2001 there was really this turning point that came about in, in my life and for others also uh, but i was reunited with the christian message that i heard you know when i was young and to say that it changed my life would be just a massive understatement. I mean, I had had experienced the depravity and moral evil to, to a degree that left me, I guess, needing an, an answer for that. And Christianity provided not only this, this answer to the questions, but also this solution for it. Um, because I wasn't just curious about answers, it was... I have guilt. I have things that I know I've done wrong and, and uh, was wrestling with. And Christianity provides a not just an explanation for why that is and why we're broken, but also the solution to it. 
And so that was when I, I really, without a doubt, understood the, the significance of, of what Christ did in coming and, and paying for our sin and making a way that, that people like me could be forgiven of what I, for what I had done and given hope even in those, those types of situations. And so I committed my, my life to Christ, and that has been uh, such a, a turning point in my life and, and a source of, of healing and change. And obviously that's a, an ongoing process, but, but the, the Lord has been so good to me uh, and so faithful in doing that. And so, and, and kind of um, closing from that point, I guess I would just say, you know, yeah, Christianity is a, has a powerful message, and it's it's something that can bring healing. But if it's just that, you know, if it was just, well, this is something that helped me cope, or this is just something I could believe in, then I wouldn't be a Christian today. Maybe at that time, that would have been enough, and I would have, you know, found hope in it and peace and all those things. But if it's not true, ultimately, it's meaningless at the end. And so the the power in, in Christianity is that it is true, that it's historically, you know, and currently um, true. And that's been something as I've grown older and thought a lot more carefully about things, you know, than I was when I was 12, um, that has been really astonishing to, to see that the, the way that Christianity is true and the way that it can change your life. Yeah. So I uh, went on from there and uh, got to, to move to South Carolina with my dad and be sort of united with him. And that was a blessing and family there. Now, had you had any contact with your dad? No. Um, okay. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So I think maybe, I know when I was nine months old, um, you know, I got, he which obviously I wouldn't remember, visit, but he came yeah. to visit. And then I think again, maybe when I was like three-ish possibly. Um, but my mom just didn't let him okay. come around. Um, and so it wasn't, wasn't a lack of interest on his part, but but yeah, she, she sort of yep, yeah. prevented that from happening. And then when we left, nobody knew where we were. And so he, he lost any contact and didn't know where we were for all those years. Um, but yeah, so getting to, to meet him was um, you know, really, really great. And yeah. he's uh, really thankful and blessed to have him as a dad. And he was a Christian? Yeah, that's right. Yep. So he was a Christian. And so that was just a really helpful, you know, right. obviously I had found um Christianity and had that faith, but but getting to come into a home that reinforced that was definitely a blessing. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's so good. Yeah, his story is and, so powerful. Yeah, I, know. I, know Jamie, I cry every time. Every time <laughs> so yeah. And then if we talk about it, sometimes you know it's so mm-hmm. touching. But um, what's crazy is is we forget like the details. Like Colton wasn't in school for so long, but he's mm-hmm. like the smartest person. Know. <laughs> yeah. It's like God has hand on yeah. him, you know, realized, a lot yeah. through that, even yeah. the, the tragedy mm-hmm. and everything like that. And you yeah. actually have tracks made, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a few years ago, I put it in print, and, and that way I could just hand it to people and and hopefully encourage them that way. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's been been really neat. But but yeah, from then, I mean, the Lord has blessed me so much. And I, I probably oh, keep I using that up. word. I'm sorry. No, keep no, not at all. <laughs> but, um, but it's just been been incredible to, to see that, you know, and going back to what Brandy said in the beginning, that message of hope. I can't, it's hard to imagine a more hopeless situation than a 12-year-old with a third mm-hmm. grade, you know, education <laughs> who um, was, you know, <laughs> his character was was really shot. I mean, the things, the way that I thought and the things that I, I had done, uh, I think anyone would have looked at that situation and said, you know, this person's going to be in, in prison, if anywhere, if they're still mm-hmm. alive, you know, when they um, get older. And the c- complete credit for that not happening really goes to the Lord. Uh, that that was the the change in, in coming to, to know Him 
Um, and so if there's hope for me in that situation, you know, there's hope for, for anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason for that is because it's not me. You know, if it was, if the story was about how I overcame and I persevered, well, that wouldn't give anyone else hope because they're not me. Mm-hmm. Um, but the story is a, a very broken, weak 12 year old who the Lord, uh, you know, did everything for essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. yeah, it's such an amazing story. It is. It really yeah. is. Just of the mm-hmm. power, like you said, of yeah. like how powerful it is and just what God has brought you through in like mm-hmm. your life now. Like yeah. it's so hard. Like like if you knew Colton, I, I know it's hard. <laughs> some of you like don't know him, but if you knew him, you would just never guess. Yeah. I think it's like you see the joy of the Lord in Colton. Mm-hmm. And yes, so um, absolutely. that's like knowing like his that such a tragic story, you yeah. know, and what he's come through. Um it's just amazing. So. It really is. It really is. So, Colin, thank you so much for sharing that. Like, I know that had to be hard, and I didn't realize it was the anniversary either. The yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Thank you guys for, for having me on and letting me do that. It's I never know if I'm going to be able to make it through it, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Regularly, sometimes it's easier than other times, but um, but I'm, I'm thankful for the opportunity to share it and, I definitely yeah, think people you. hear that that are in despair or like you know mm-hmm. could be like hey there's hope and then like just you know in any situation in yeah, any, yeah. And yeah you never you know there's never you're never too far gone right. for God to bring you back yeah. and redeem you and redemption yeah. So, yeah. yeah yeah thank you yeah for coming on yeah, yeah. yeah thank you guys <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by Duffy's Heating and Air Conditioning we specialize in heating air conditioning ductwork, and crawlspace solutions. Let us be your one-stop shop for all your comfort needs. Please call us at any time at 843-621-COOL. That's 843-621-2665. This podcast is sponsored in part by Custom Excel Spreadsheets. Ever find yourself in a bind wishing to be more organized on a particular project with work or something else? Are you currently handling things on paper or paying a hefty monthly subscription fee? Let CES step in and help. CES helps you by creating custom spreadsheets on any project you need with no monthly subscription fee. Anywhere from quote forms, invoices, and timesheets to automatic report generation, data analysis, dashboards, and much more. Contact us by going to customexcelspreadsheets.com or email us at colton at customexcelspreadsheets.com. Receive your free quote today. All right, Colton, we got to ask you the famous question again. Yes. So. <laughs> Third time. <laughs> so can you give us an example of when someone was kind to you? It can be big or small, just something that you'll always remember. Yeah, sure. So this one's a little bit more <laughs> sentimental, but you haven't shared my story in honor of my brother Clayton. Um, I'll share a, a story from him. So mm, when yeah. I guess he would have been about 17 at the time, uh, he would just take time and, and read books to me, like adult, like the books that he was reading, you know. Uh, and so I'll just go in and, and sit Aww. and listen to him read, um, which is really, really cool, sweet memory. Um, but that was sweet. just something kind that, you know, I'm sure wasn't tremendously enjoyable to him, but, it, you know, I really enjoyed yeah. it. And it, an interesting thing from that, he was reading a, a book to me that uh, we never got to finish. And several years later, I just randomly was reading a book and the plot started sounding so familiar. And I realized that was the book that he had, he had been reading. Oh, and so wow. I got to, to finish oh, reading wow. it, which is cool. That's that cool. is so cool. Yeah. That is such a good memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
That's really sweet. Yeah, that is that convicts me even because you know I know you guys read to popular. <laughs> well, no, no, no. <laughs> we're terrible about it, and I know that's a bad. Please don't judge us for that. Well, no, I mean, but, it's um, hard. Like Let's... it takes you know like mm-hmm. time, and you sit there. So for him mm-hmm. to do that, as like you said, he was seventeen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's really really that's sweet. A sweet memory. Yeah, yeah, that really is. That's cool. Cool. Well, right. again, Colton, thank you so much yeah, for coming thank on you and sharing. I know that people are going to look at your story and definitely like have hope and. Thank you for sharing. I know that's hard to talk about, but yeah, we really thank appreciate you. it. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Okay. Remember to follow us at a Mary Heart 17 on Instagram. And remember to always show kindness. We love you. Love you.